Alright, welcome guys, my name is Jason, I am your host for today's show, you're listening to the Brand Identity Design Business Podcast. I have been doing this podcast for almost uh, one and a half year, maybe slightly more than that. I have done around 111 episodes so far on my podcast. I have also uh, produced over 8,000 minutes of content related to business all by myself. No team, nothing, just by myself. And my podcast is heard over 23 countries, currently ranks on Spotify on the top 30%. I think by the end of this year, based on the new analytics, I think I should move to the 20% category on Spotify in most cases. I have seen sizable increase in the listeners. Not only that, I was fortunate enough uh, to be awarded uh, the Anchor Spotlight Awards from Spotify this January of 2023, uh, recognizing my work and my contribution to the podcasting industry through my content. It's lovely to have you guys here and uh, today is a very interesting topic which we would be talking about. Uh, would your podcast actually pay the bill? Now, before I get into this, I want to actually make a quick few announcements all right, so I want to make quickly a few announcements. The first announcement I like to make uh, is that the season five waitlist is open. So that means I generally do uh, my podcasts based on season. One every season consists of around twenty four or 27 episodes in total, including bonus content, which I do, but at least a minimum of 24. I do this every week. Uh, so my show gets broadcasted live every Wednesday at 12 Eastern Standard Time. I plan to actually shift the timing uh, from 12 to 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time so that we can actually get more audience from the West Coast, uh, you know, to listen and tune in to my show more. All right, so that season five, uh, that waitlist is open. Uh, you can actually hit me up. I can send you the waitlist link. And uh, if if you know once we review your profile, if we feel it's a good fit with the content we are producing, uh, we would be happy to have you as a guest. Second thing which I want to let you know that this current season, which I'm doing, season four, it will come to an end on October 11th, 2023. So next week on October 11th, I'm going to be doing an interesting episode uh, with a guest of mine who is a close friend, who is also a designer as well. And post that, I would start doing a small mini-series which I would be experimenting with. So this mini-series, unlike my traditional shows, my traditional episodes uh, run between... Uh, 45 to 90 minutes at a stretch, uh, usually through my interviews. So I want to do a mini series focused on a specific subject matter, uh, which will help business owners. So I want to actually start doing that series uh, with timelines and everything in mind. So I think that's going to start around November 29th. And it will continue till November, till December 27th, November 29th to December 27th of 2023. And I would be doing a six part mini series. If you're interested in knowing more, hit me up. I've already posted a message of the next week's interview. Uh, it will be a continuation of that. So anyways, you know, let's actually deep dive into this conversation, which you guys are here for. Okay, so, uh, so. So, so today's bonus episode, uh, you know, we are going to be exploring the topic, you know, which could be actually puzzling for even new or even experienced podcasters or seasoned podcasters myself. The question that many of us uh, who are into this game, you know, at one point or the other, you would have asked this question. I'm doing this podcast. Would this podcast pay the bill? Would your podcast pay the bills? Is it adequate enough or no? So we are going to be exploring this fascinating world uh, from a perspective that goes beyond the financial bottom line. And I'll try to deep dive into and share a bit of my personal journey in podcasting and what I feel about it. So like I said in the beginning, guys, you know, I had the privilege of producing over 111 episodes uh, so far, around 8,000 minutes of audio content related to business. And it has come a very, very long way. And I have learned a lot of valuable lessons. I have seen the ups and downs. Okay, you will hear a little buzz noise. I think it's raining here. So I think my microphone is catching that. Let me just reduce the gain a bit. All right. And yeah, so, so I've seen many ups and downs. And I have seen uh, the triumphs, the challenges that comes with podcasting. So let me give you guys a little more context. I have really messed it up, you know, when I started doing this. Uh, I have done multiple guest bookings on a single day, back to back, 
without even remembering I had one scheduled. Uh, and sometimes, most of the times, this happens because you know I forget the time zones. Uh, I, I get confused with time zones because your guests might be in a different country, and I might schedule them based on uh, the time zone I'm following and mix matches. You know, it, it is pretty messy. I I have also lost my notes midway during an interview. So you know, I used to actually use a Notepad on Microsoft on on Windows laptop. And I realized that, you know, once you delete it, uh, you know, you can undo it once, but you can't undo it before. So I lost my notes during an interview. I have uh, actually asked the same stupid question over and over again to my guest, even though they have answered it, you know, without because I was not paying attention to what they were saying during the show because I was nervous as hell. I have messed up the promotional graphics. Uh, you know, I have procured a lot of uh, licensed music. Okay, but you know the stupid thing is that I never actually saved the license music, uh, and uh, I got a lot of copyright strikes from Spotify, and you would not believe Spotify. I sent me a notice to re-edit all my old old episodes which I had produced, which had uh, copyright music in it. They either said you know to hit us with the license or you know just remove it. So silly things, you know, and many many more. So it has been an incredible ride. And it has also led, you know, led me to ponder the financial aspect of this medium. Like, you know, why would you go through all these hurdles, mess? Like, what's the reward? Like, what would be the motivating factor you to continue this grind? You know, so I asked myself this question. Let's talk about financial realities. You know, let's address the elephant in the room first. Podcasting, I think, for many of us, usually would not pay your bills. It does not, uh, from a traditional sense. And uh, while, you know, you might hear a lot of stories online on Google, YouTube and many other platforms about podcasters making around the million mark or even billion mark. Uh, but the reality is that the vast majority of people who do podcasting don't see any financial returns. I, I you know, I was trying to actually gather more information and, and I stumbled upon a research which I have seen about podcasting analytics, about people who make money through podcasting. 95% of podcasters, according to that website, I so wish I had bookmarked it. I'm so sorry, guys. But if you Google this, if you were to just do a search, 95% of podcasters do not make any money through podcasting. And so it's important that you have a realistic expectation from the very start. Now, let's talk about uh, the cost of production of podcasting. People think uh, that, you know, it's you can plug your phone and a microphone and that should be done. I started off with that. And honestly, if you love what you are producing, if you're passionate about it, you would want to invest more money and get the right equipment, the microphone, because the audio quality can make a very sizable difference. So, so let's dissect about expenses. The equipment, you need to host your podcast, you need to edit it, you need to promote it, you need to have graphics around the podcast to make it enticing, exciting for the people who tune into it. Uh, if you keep everything exactly the same, it's going to become boring and people may not be very interested. So it's not uncommon uh, for podcasters like myself. Uh, Jeffrey, I saw you know, just a while back in the audience, uh, it's not uh, unusual for podcasters, even Leslie, who is down there, that we might just invest the money we earn from podcasting back into the podcast itself. So I remember a time uh, when I got paid quite a lot, not through sponsorship, but through business opportunities. And I invested that money right back in the podcast, bought myself for the nice equipment, the audio clarity, which you hear, I bought a nice microphone, not very expensive, but you know, something which can does the work. Uh, because I was investing in the future. And uh, at this moment of time, not many people actually see the value in it. But, you know, when you're into this game and if you're passionate about what you produce and how you help people through your content, I think those are some of the sacrifices you have to make uh, for the better good of mankind, humanity, whatever you want to call it. So now let's talk about advertising and sponsorship. I just want to let all the seven listeners know who are listening to us and I'm very, very appreciative of you tuning in. If any of you guys are interested in coming up on stage and uh, being a part of this conversation, please do not hesitate. It's going to remove a little bit of anxiety from my head that I'm just speaking all by myself. 
and uh, it's going to be motivating for me to continue this grind and continue producing more episodes which speaks about the dark side of podcasting hi leslie thank you so much for joining and i want to say hi to neeta sakshi ivan lor uh, lori christopher and lakisha once again thank you so much leslie how are you leslie probably she is doing hey, how are you jason are you driving I'm doing well <laughs> I'm dry. You know, it's funny because I just had a, a conversation with a dear friend of mine. She said, "How's business? How's your public speaking and podcasting? Are you monetizing with your podcasting?" I said, "That's like asking somebody, a kid, do you want to be a professional football someday? What percentage of people are really being able to pay all their bills and, um, you know, making a profit?" not many but it's the love that you said I'm passionate and I said you know I just love the guests I have and I'm making a community of really great people talking about health so I I hear you absolutely absolutely let deep dive into this topic further so i'm going to be speaking about advertising and sponsorship opportunities i'm going to break this down i have spoken about monetization quite a lot If you want to catch up some of my previous episodes on sponsorship, different level of sponsorship, kind of sponsorship, what you can do, hit me up. I'll send you those links. Also made a uh, e-book. I think I used to call it a presentation, but I think I did. It's a nice hundred-page e-book, which gets into the specifics of sponsorship. All those content is out there for free, so that you make informed choices. So when we hear about advertising and sponsorship in the podcast world, uh, you know while you know there are many uh, organization there are actually podcast advertising companies which are out there i don't think many podcasters maybe most podcasters are aware of this but they have not tried okay but there is something called as a podcast advertising companies or podcast advertising networking companies okay what they do is they can provide you income uh you know and help you grow your podcast monetarily but you require a substantial listener base to approach these folks who would be willing to offer you ad slots now most of these podcast advertising companies uh they follow a cpm model so just in case if you're not aware it's called cost per mile model uh so which is which is that you get paid an x dollar value for every 1000 downloads which you offer uh through an episode so uh, let's say this specific episode uh got 1000 downloads uh then the advertiser because i'm running the ad will pay me let's say around 10 to 18 bucks every 1000 downloads it may not sound a lot but at least something uh you know which is out there so i think the minimum uh benchmark or you can say the minimum requirement to qualify for such advertisement is you need to have at least 10000 downloads Uh, so that you can reach out to these sponsors so there are many uh, sponsors advertising partners or uh, advertisers which i'm aware of uh, these are called also called as podcast monetization platforms so what i have done is that if you are on linkedin actually i have actually put this resource on the event notes and i have tagged it as podcast monetization platforms it will give you a link around 10 uh monetization platforms which you can use as of today if you have a podcast and you can ask them to you know promote and add as long as your show has those 10000 and above downloads uh, i think these guys would be interested in helping you out i don't specifically follow this but out of those 10 there is two things which i like the most uh the first one is called the new spotify for podcasters uh you know monetization offer So what Spotify does is that they do dynamic ad insertion that means you would continue doing the show and you would not really care when an ad is being played and what Spotify's algorithm or that computer does is that it listens to the whole show transcribes it try to identify which category it falls under and whichever advert advertiser wants to actually target such listeners it automatically inserts a, a dynamic ad inside it uh, automatically so you don't have to choose what advertiser is uh, is going to opt in stuff like that it it just automatically happens hey thomas how are you in a nice from uh, from from uh, from australia long time no see how have you been 
Yeah, good. How are you, Jason? Nice I'm very well. I'm, I'm doing fantastic. You know, I'm actually trying to change the show timing to three, uh, like a three-hour difference so that you can join in regularly and be a part of my show. I'm really trying to implement that change uh, starting from uh, the new season. I hope that helps. You know, I hope it gives you enough sleep and still attend the show from Australia. All right, all right, all right. So what what I was saying is that yeah, so the so I like the Spotify for podcasters because it directly gives you a monetization option. Now remember this monetization option is not available for everyone. Uh they have a limitation. Uh I think uh when I I think in Asia, Hong Kong and Singapore is the only countries which are being supported with this feature by Spotify. Uh in Europe, I think Austria, Belgium, uh Cyprus Czech Republic, Denmark, Estonia, Finland, France, Germany, Greece. <coughs> Excuse me. Ireland, Italy, Norway, Poland, United Kingdom, Switzerland, Sweden, Spain, etc. North America, uh, Canada and United States, both of them are uh, you know available for this feature and and Australia and New Zealand is also available from Oceania continent uh, to utilize the spotify for podcasters revenue stream so i know it's like a lot of information but i have a video which i have actually added uh, about setting up podcast subscription with spotify under the event notes uh, if you were to click, click on the event notes on linkedin or uh, on the podcast the replay itself you should be able to find those links watch that video it kind of gives you all the information the other advertising uh, option which i like for podcasting it's called uh, podcon p o d c o r n uh, it's a nice website you can sign up and what they do is uh, i think once a month or once a week they send out sponsorship opportunities and and they segregated by different uh, categories like you know mid roll pre roll post roll do they want to offer you like a uh, a sponsored segment completely do you want to do a sponsored interview stuff like that so podcon and spotify for podcasters are the ones which i personally like i actually don't uh, do uh, this like and i don't opt in as a podcaster with these monetization platforms personally because i personally feel uh, you know it's it's actually ridiculous uh, because it's it's next to impossible to have that kind of substantial download especially when you're new to uh, podcasting it takes time traction a lot of work has to go through to have like a loyal following and it takes a while for you to gather the momentum and the listeners and everyone together instead i follow uh, you know a different kind of monetization okay to you know help myself out so what i do is uh, i promote my friends and family members business on my podcast so i reach out to them and i asked them would they be interested assuming they have businesses and i asked them would you be willing to uh, you know would you be interested in promoting your product or service uh, to my listeners i mean if you want to do it and if you want to do it like a uh, you know like a pro bono thing you might as well you know help your family or your friends to do this you know why go outside at least you know it would whatever money which will be generated at at least it would be within the circle you know within your family so the you know so it, there is there is an upside to it second when you do these ads you want to get used to the placement how it works stuff like that having your family and friends helps you to experiment that a bit uh, to have a little more confidence uh, stuff like that The second thing I would suggest is to promote your business uh even before promoting your friends or family members thing. So if you are a business owner and if you do have a service or a product, you know, which you are trying to sell rather than uh you know promoting anybody else business, just promote your own business. So for an example, this specific episode which you're listening to is being sponsored by my design business called imjdesigns.co which I'm a founder of. Uh, it's a graphic design brand identity visual identity design agency and we assist brands to create uh, visuals that are memorable, transformative Uh, which helps you to differentiate from the marketplace you know something on this lines just promote your own stuff you know you don't necessarily have to wait for investors to pop in what if uh, you know 
people who are listening to and would be interested in the content would be interested in your skill set uh, they might hit you up and most of the projects which i have been doing for the past one and a half year all of them actually came through the medium of my podcast you would not believe this but all those guests who have interviewed uh, once they are confident with the style and work which i do uh they eventually hire me for their services now this is not the intent i started off my my podcast with uh but that's how i transitioned so it created a revenue stream for me i'm going to take a pause because i know when uh you speak continuously for a long time people tend to lose their attention so what i want to do is i want to stop my vocal cords give the microphone to lesley and hear her thoughts about this lesley if you're available Yes, can you hear me? <laughs> yeah, it's a little it's it's uh can you be a little loud maybe uh you know keep the microphone a little more sure. closer. Yeah. I think it might be on CarPlay. I, I think I you're inside the car. Okay. Uh I'll try. So, yeah, at the end of the day, you have put your heart and soul many hours and have spent time really grooming your podcast and as you grow and build it um you have so many other um great solid assets of of the technology behind trying to create a really great podcast um and a lot of people will outsource their work for people that really understand the technical aspects of um you know creating a really polished podcast um so i just You're giving a lot of great value today, and I think we need to hear more of your voice and your expertise to help others. I love that you have guests, but I think you got to get out there and have these um, intimate conversations with people because um, you have such great value. So, yeah, really enjoying today. Thank you, Leslie. Thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah. So I'm also trying to put it out there, put my word through. I mean I have seen countless amount of designers speaking about design I am actually bored speaking about design not that I don't like it uh is because I have consumed so much content I just feel bored just to talk about it uh not that I don't care but with with podcasting I think it's it's pretty interesting because in India where I am at this is not really a thing uh when you speak about podcasting to people here at least in in, in the suburbs where I live it it you know their reaction is like i invented fire uh, they don't just simply understand uh, the logic how it works the log- logistics behind and how i'm able to actually not only uh, do interviews but i'm able to interview people from a foreign country uh, who don't even belong to my culture you know they find it really awkward and strange i'm very proud that i'm able to do it uh, in a way So anyways you know let's actually hear from Thomas you know Thomas high five to you uh, is there anything you like to contribute from what you have heard so far Yeah sure um look I think from from my experience as a listener um you know I think you've done really well uh, uh, you know I've been listening obviously for the last ooh, maybe year year and a half um and I think I think there's certain features that I certainly attracted to you know as a listener um and that's the international scope um, also the diversity of of speakers um you know you you've 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 brought on people who are filmmakers to um, you know people who are specializing um you know mental health to um I mean just just a vast difference in topics and i and i think um you know that's great um it's interesting i was talking to my 17 year old son only a couple of days ago and uh, it's you know i think podcasts per se is very much attracted to the new generation you know the younger people they he was talking to he studies media in one of his subjects at uh, secondary school and uh, they were talking about the amount of people using newspapers um 
you know, online versus newspapers for real. And, and my son piped up and said, oh, my father, i.e. me, he's, he's a dinosaur. He still uses a real newspaper. You know, everyone laughs kind of thing. But, um, but it's, um, podcasting is, is certainly, I think, something that's going to be around for many years. I think um, it's just the way, it's a really good medium to get information across. Um, and it's a bit like, you know, Netflix, you know, people want to listen when they want to listen. So, yeah, I mean, that's, that's kind of my two cents worth. I think um, I've seen in listening to your podcasts, the amount of work that you can see you put behind it and um that's that's uh, i think a very important thing for people to know because you know some people are probably a bit blasé when they they think oh well you know it's just someone behind a microphone and, and you just get up and talk i mean it's not easy and um i know i did a linkedin audio about seven months ago, my very first one, and my only one, and there's a big, big difference between the person who's running the show versus, you know, guest speakers. So, um, yeah, I think, uh, you know, well done, and um, continue to expand your topics, expand the audience, um, and hopefully... Uh, more great uh, podcasts in the future. Thank Thanks, you, Jason. Thomas. Thank you. It, it means a lot on what you just said. Uh, and I appreciate you showing consistent support. Guys, you would not believe right now in, in, in I think, uh, what's the time in Australia right now? Uh, Brisbane, I think it's 2.29 a.m. in Brisbane. You're in New South Wales, right? Or Melbourne? No, I'm, in Victoria. I'm in Victoria and it's daylight saving, so it's 3.30 Oh my God! So if you so. guys, if you're listening to Thomas' voice and you would be wondering why does he sound so low, it's because he's it's very early uh, in Australia and he actually spares the time to come and listen to my podcast and what I do, and that really means a lot to me. And I also want to say to my listeners who are actually listening to this uh, uh, this episode is that. I've noticed based on my analytics and I just want to bring it through before we move on to the other points is that if you are listening to the podcast, please do not forget to hit the follow subscribe button, whichever platform you're using, uh, because it's not getting recognized and registered. If it doesn't get registered and recognized, I would not know how many people are actually, uh, you know, this, this message is being reaching out to. So do hit that subscribe or follow button. Uh, if you want to know more information about my podcast, uh, if you click on the event notes, uh, you should be able to see links to Spotify and Apple mentioned. Please, please utilize them. Now back to our topic, actually. And I want to play a sound effect for this. Yeah, you know, something of that sort. Yeah. So what we were saying, what I was saying is that about, uh, you know, if you have a business, promote your business as an ad Okay, it doesn't matter what your podcast is about and what you're trying to sell. It can be two different things entirely. It doesn't matter. Promote that. If you don't have a business, uh, then you can look for promoting your friends or family's business uh, as an ad, like a sponsored segment. It doesn't have to be too expensive. Uh, maybe you can make a deal like, you know, let's say, uh, you know, 100 bucks, I would promote your episode for the next six months, Some, something of that sort, you know, make it very cost effective, easy, they should not feel like that you're trying to screw them over with this deal, something of that sort. And and if it's just your, fa you know, father, mother, somebody who's very close to you, just offer it for free. You want to potentially just educate uh, your listeners. Uh, that you know there is a slot for sponsorship available so even if a potential sponsor is listening to it and if they are interested uh, they would be able to reach out to you and take advantage of that slot you know you're just making people accustomed to the process 
All right. So next, I want to say hi to Sarah and Derek, whom you see down in the audience. Good friends of mine. Thank you so much. And Sarah is from Thailand, listening in very, very early. What's the time in Bangkok? 23.32. Lovely, Sarah. Now, thank you so much for staying so late. All right. So so what I else want to, what, what I want to say is that affiliate marketing. Uh, you know, you may have seen on YouTube videos specifically, uh, they list down the mic they are using, the camera they are using, and they have links just to, you know, if you want to buy it, you can buy it. Now, you might wonder why do they have those links. Those are all affiliate links. So let's say that you build up an affiliate uh, link program with, uh, with Amazon or any other platforms out there, Walmart, whatever. I think Amazon does a really cool job. So let's say that uh, you partner up with, with Amazon, you have the affiliate link. All those things which you're using, which you're purchasing, maybe clothes, whatever it is, you know, you want to promote. And I have those affiliate links listed under the show notes, event description, or when you upload uh, your podcast. What it does is that every time somebody clicks on it and buys it, not only that specific item, but any other items followed with it, you make a small commission out of that. Okay, if you don't find it interesting enough and you don't want to do that, I don't do it because of the uh, the market I'm catering to. I can create an affiliate account uh, with Amazon India, but that is not going to serve for my listeners who are actually from North America, Canada and Australia. That's the reason I don't use affiliate marketing. On the other hand, you can use something called as merchandises. You can create uh, personalized branded merchandise like T-shirts, cups, hats, mugs, stuff like that. You can also use it as a, a giveaway thing for listeners who do take certain actions. Uh, you know, sell this stuff, have like a, a, a Shopify link or some sort of a payment page. Uh, Stripe account, something or the other, have these products listed, let people buy these items and show support. Now, it's not like a big thing, guys. Uh, I have actually gathered uh, a list of providers. Uh, let me give you a second. Let me just check if I have those names available. You know what? Okay. So I think I deleted that by mistake. I'm so sorry, guys. So this is what I was referring to. So just look for drop shipping uh, vendors who are not drop shipping, something of that sort. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Something. I Yeah. I, I think I think I, I remember uh, there is a company called Printable and Printify. Yeah. Printable and Printify. Uh, P-R-I-N-T-B-L-E and Printify.com. What they do is they offer drop shipping. Uh, for uh, for products, uh, you know, so for example, uh, a, p a person can actually buy this product, you don't need to keep an inventory, and they sell it, uh, they send it out to the customer directly, depending upon how much you order. So printify.com and printable, these are the two websites which I can think of. I think there was one more called gelato or something. I don't remember exactly. I'm so sorry, I lost that part of my notes. Uh, yeah, you know, I hope that's all right, guys. Okay, moving on. So if, if not merchandise sales, you know, what else can you do to, uh, you know, have benefits? So you can actually start something called as uh, accepting uh, premium content, like offering premium content with a paywall. So I think Spotify offers, and, and along with Spotify, I think many other podcast hosts, when I say host means uh, the, the ones which helps you to publish a podcast, Okay, they offer something called as premium subscriptions. So premium subscriptions are exclusive content and it can be behind the scenes or something, uh, you know, maybe a little more in depth. Okay, or exclusive content, anything, you know, of that nature. It can be offered to the listeners and people can pay a subscription fee, let's say a dollar, five dollars, ten dollars, fifteen dollars. You can keep any amount as you wish and, and they can tune into it. Uh, and they can they can help you out so that can create an additional uh, revenue i don't know if you know that you know google podcast actually would be migrating over to youtube uh, google podcast has its own individual setup so they are migrating and they're moving this podcast over to youtube it's going to have its own rss uh, i'm sure most of you guys would be aware of this so on youtube when you do actually video based uh, podcast vlogging or you know podcast content uh, it does give you the option to start monetization with ads. And there's also something called as Super Chats. I don't know if you have seen this. Super Chats, Super Badge, something of that sort. What it does is that when you do a live show, 
people can actually support you by sending money or you know having like a special super sticker which costs so and so and you can support content creators this way so that can be a nice revenue stream and what else uh, you can do something like very very traditional you know donate uh using paypal you know so for example on the event notes i have actually mentioned this on the event notes uh that show some support show some love by supporting the brand identity design business podcast and i have a link mentioned for paypal and you can do something similar you can either say this during the show or uh, you know you could just post it on the notes if anybody likes your content if they want to show some love and support uh you're giving them the opportunity to do that okay and and just in case you know guys from a listener's point of view you know i understand sometimes investing money and all supporting a content creator may not be very practical you can do the basic things you know basic things like it is not going to cost you any money to follow a podcast if you like the person if you like the content uh which is being produced it doesn't cost you any money it is not going to do any sort of negative effect follow them on social media follow them on their platforms leave a review uh to the podcaster you know those are not ad based revenue but those are indirect uh you know p- social proof though that acts like an indirect way of monetization okay wherein you're offering them social proof acknowledgement and validation uh, what it does is that it gives them may not be the money but the boost and the morale and the inspiration and the motivation the podcast or the content creator needs to keep this grind going on so that social currency can make a huge difference so like i said follow them like their stuff comment on it engage with them on social media this is the least you can do to help uh you know somebody a content creator out there because that support especially when you're actually new uh when you're a small uh kind of thing you know it really helps you know that really displays uh, it, it really goes a long way so so that social proof is a different style of monetization uh you know it really that's social currency basically it's not monetization but social currency i think that also really helps I'm going to take a pause there and ask Leslie and Thomas if they have any questions before we move on. So Leslie, do you have any questions so far? I think we're good. I'm really enjoying this and um it's it's great all the different options and I do the same thing when I have guests on. I promote my business when I introduce the guests, when I introduce myself. So I think that's that's definitely a great plug. Why not if you're podcasting? So, yeah. keep going awesome awesome yes thomas go ahead uh yeah no i'm good just interested in listening to all the different aspects so uh yeah ca- carry on and <laughs> good job thank you thank you thomas all right so so the next thing which i want to say i want to actually uh, bring to people's attention on what leslie said when let's say that you have a podcast which interviews guests now you would obviously speak to your guests offline before the interview do like a pre call to understand what they are trying to achieve out of the podcast what kind of call to action they have what product or service they want to promote stuff like that you can actually offer them a really good experience with your podcast like the way you interview okay the audience the engagement the content which is being produced and post all of that you can actually hit the nail by asking them would would you be interested uh in being a sponsor on my show and because they have already been a guest you kind of you know know them uh it makes a lot of sense i think there is a a nice synergy here and i think it complements your show and what the guest wants to achieve because if the guest uh was not complementary to your vision and what you want to achieve with your podcast you would not have interviewed them in the first place so so in similarly uh you know i was fortunate enough to get another sponsor for this season and i'm going to play that sponsorship ad she has been a guest on my show her name is carla howard uh, she is a very distinguished speaker she teaches people how to become a five figure speaker uh she's doing a, a cohort a six week cohort course i think it's called cohort six week speakers program wherein she trains and teaches people how to step up the game and how to make money uh being a speaker i want to play that ad now 
you know this specific sponsor uh, you know i was able to get this opportunity because i had that direct conversation i'm going to show you this as an example by playing the ad are you a professional speaker who has been dreaming about getting paid for the value that you deliver for your talks and workshops? If so, the Get Paid From The Stage program was created for you. During our six weeks together, I will give you all of the tools, templates, and guides you need to build a speaker package that will get you noticed. You'll learn the sweet spot for pricing your talk, how to negotiate with event organizers, and how to ask for additional value that you are missing out on. The next Get Paid From The Stage program starts on October 14th. Be sure to sign up soon because seats are limited to no more than 10 participants. Be sure to mention Jason's podcast when you register, and that will give you a one hour one-on-one -on -one with me at no additional cost. I can't wait to see you get paid from the stage. All right, so guys, you know, you heard that, right? So it's pretty simple. I was able to speak to this individual. I was able to offer a very good experience uh, for being a guest on my show. She loved it so much. She understood the value I bring uh, as a host and how transformative things can be. In fact, you know, I think uh, one of my listeners or maybe a few listeners were able to even take advantage of this. And they did offer a very positive response on what she's offering. If you want to know more about Carla's program... I've actually mentioned this on the show notes and the event notes. Do hit her up, do reach out to her. And if you want to listen to that episode specifically, it's also mentioned under the event notes. You should be able to see this. All right. So, so that's another way of how you can generate uh, revenue. So let's actually move on. Let me just uh, see what else I wanted to talk to you about. Okay, I wanted to actually talk to you about content quality and the passion factor. So now let's shift our focus uh, from, uh, you know, from advertising and sponsorship. Okay, let's talk about quality. Okay, now with financial gain, you know, see, fina financial gain is definitely a valid aspiration, which you and me, we all should have. It is, it is also equally important to recognize that uh, podcasting rewards beyond money. Okay, there is something more to it. Uh, you know, that's why people st who stick to it, they stick to it. The passion for the topic, uh, which you want to talk about, uh, the quality of the content uh, which you're producing, uh, this is actually more rewarding than the actual paycheck. So as long as you're able to uh, consistently do that, you're actually harnessing and creating a reputation for yourself in front of your audience. And uh, what it does is that it, it really allows you people to get to know you more. They understand about your brand, uh, what you're trying to achieve, what the expertise you bring, stuff like that. Uh, the niche which you're trying to target and, you know, uh, to help out with. That, that really helps so so think of your podcast like a you know a, a platform which helps you building a personal brand and a personal voice of your own my personality the way i speak the way i talk the way i pause everything you know is is just uh, authentically me and you and and your audience who engage and listen to it uh, they understand this and they value it and they respect it because i'm authentically me and not trying to polish anything up what it does is that it it may not help you to get a gigantic mass following, but at least the people who follow you uh, would be interested in the stuff uh, which you're trying to offer. And I would recommend, rather than capturing the whole market as a whole, try to target those small niche individuals and gradually, gradually build it up. Go slow, go one person at a time, offer good experience to that one individual, make them a loyal fan and keep grinding and moving on. It's a slow process, it's a steady process, but it has huge upside toward it. Now let's talk about networking. What are the other ways how uh, you know it can be rewarding to do this, you know, beyond the money actually? It is networking and learning. So as, as Thomas said, and as Leslie said, you know, the, you guys like the guests, the flavor of guests which I bring from different continents I bring them. They have different expertise, different things they speak on. 
this is all knowledge this is all information uh, what it does is that it also helps you to simultaneously meet new people build and bridge connections and uh, you never know what that can lead into i see that wade who joined the conversation now wade was one of those individuals who referred me to a guest uh, who is the canadian ice wine king and i interviewed him uh, on my podcast and currently that specific episode which randomly came because of wade's recommendation is trending number 1 on apple podcast with a sizable amount of listens uh, about the canadian wine industry which is super super cool of you wade and i want to welcome you and how are you doing All right. I don't know if you if you might be at work. Uh it's okay if you're at work. No, nope, sorry. I was trying to unmute and I couldn't unmute. I'm doing fine. Sorry for uh joining the the podcast so late. That's all right. That's all right. Don't worry. I am going to be shifting the timing from 12 Eastern Standard Time to 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time very soon. So that 3 hour distance difference uh should give people uh the flexibility. I think so. I think so uh you know so that you can be uh you know more into this thing be a part of this as much as possible and help us grow collectively so again uh you know sh- stressing this enough uh when i interview people when i bring these guests and when you listeners actually listen to it when i have all those social links of my guests listed this is a way how you can directly engage with them build connection build friendship all these four individuals the three individuals and and the one who is on the listening lounge derek all of these relationship came about by just me doing this thing you guys would have not known who i am i and what i do at all if i just would have continued doing like every other human being on earth so i think those networking possibilities shows infinite now we have uh you know somebody from australia here united states south america north america you know god knows which all continents who might be listening to i'm from asia so you understand the possibilities are inf- infinite and that really gives you uh, benefits which is beyond beyond money now as we progress by bringing new people fostering this relationship i think we are trying to build a small community and uh, this community has to be open so as a podcaster remember things won't be perfect at the first stretch you would end up making mistakes and what you have to do is be open enough uh, to listen to feedback from your listeners okay understand uh, how you can make it easy for them what are their pain points how you can solve their issues how you can help them to achieve success through your medium so these are the motivational points uh, which helps me to continue the grind without really worrying about how much money i make through my podcast it gives me the desire to keep doing this over and over again and experiment with new new things so in a nutshell uh, you know if you were to ask me okay would your podcast pay the bill i think i have to say maybe maybe not okay but the experience and the connection the knowledge you gain Uh, are always invaluable and that's the true beauty of podcasting on on that note i want to actually you know uh, you know pause uh, you know wrap this today's conversation because this is something which i wanted to share share with you all i want to actually open up the space uh, space now for q and a and i wanted to actually get people's point of view uh, you know from this what they think about it we will go backwards so let's start with wade wade I know you came late you maybe may not have got the opportunity to listen to everything I said in the back 40 45 minutes but do you have a general question you like to ask me about this specific topic No I don't sorry Jason um <laughs> as I said I came into this late so uh I'll leave it for everybody else to uh give their questions and if something comes up then I'll I'll give it a high five Awesome 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 okay and and Derek I would I'd like to invite you up if you're interested please raise your hand I will be happy to bring you up All right so let's hear from Thomas Thomas uh, do you have anything you like to contribute or ask me as a question Yeah sure um my question to you Jason is um how do you see the future you know for your for your platform are you going to continue you know with the same 
frequency and, and, and number of uh, uh, podcasts into the future? Or are you are you finding your you know you're plateauing? Are you reaching a crescendo? Are you you know are you what's your um you know what's your view on the on your uh, future content? Are you getting sick of it? Are you enjoying it? You know, interested to hear your perspective. Yeah, so I would say the the future, like, you know, where I want to head with my podcast is, first of all, I'm trying to figure a way out a very cost-effective method to dub my episodes into Spanish. Okay, because Hispanic market, the, you know, the uh, South American market is is very big. And what I want to do is I want to figure an interesting and easy method using technology, how I can dub it. It should not be too expensive because, again, I'm just burning cash from my end. Something very cost effective and it has to be original. So that's the first thing which I want to do. I want to see how that penetrates to the market. So I would have uh, another channel created on Spotify. I'll do a bulk upload. And I'll convert everything from English to Spanish. So that's one. The second thing which I want to do, uh, that's a future which I want to achieve, is to come up with mini-series. And I'm already trying to experiment with this. So in the beginning of the show, I did mention that on, on October 11th, I'll wrap my season. Now, typically what I used to do uh, from the past four seasons is that I take a break of two months, find new people, and I start the following season. Now, I was like, you know, how I can help my guests to display their expertise more to my listeners so that, you know, it can offer more value. So they came up with this idea called as the branding notebook. I'm still trying to figure out if I should call it notebook or playbook, whatever. It's like a mini series. And I want to do uh, one for branding. I want to do a mini series for marketing. I want to do a mini series for advertisement, something of that sort. I want to do three mini series. I have a handful of people who I know would be a good fit. Okay, and I, what I want to do is I want to interview them for four to six episodes at a stretch and focusing on one specific topic and we deep dive into it completely. Now, you might be wondering why would I do this? Actually, again, the reason I'm doing this is because the quality of content which can be produced when you go that precise, it's going to be very, very informative. And because I would be doing this in a sequence, uh, the listener, I'm, I'm educating the listener at the same time, offering them valuable content. I'm also helping my guests display their expertise so that, uh, you know, if, if they want to share this content through with somebody, they would be like, I've been on Jason's podcast. I have done actually a series, a mini series completely, uh, you know, with me being the guest. And we have deep dived on this topic at large why didn't you listen to this content i'm sure this should answer most of your questions if you're still interested please reach out to me i would be happy to help you out with whatever deliverables or scope of work you want to try to achieve so i'm thinking from their point of view i'm thinking how i can serve and be of benefit to my guests and my listeners and how i can help them out to the maximum stretch now to experiment and to test these waters out i've reached out to a few prospects Okay, and and the guest who I would be interviewing on October the 11th, her name is Isabel Poirier. I hope I'm pronouncing her name right. Uh, and she does a lot of Adobe Lives, and uh, she has been consistently speaking about creating a brand experience using all the five senses. So she's a multi-sensorial designer. So I stumbled upon the idea. I was like, what if uh, we create like a six-part series? One, I would give overview to the people as what exactly all these five senses are. And then we dissect each sense with a company as an example. And we will build things from there. And I don't know, when I was actually thinking about this idea, I was like, holy shit. Yeah, so that can happen. And, and, and I think that would be really be interesting. So to give you some context, so let's say that uh, we are referring to a company who is into the visual space. You know, they are really using that specific sense to attract the target market. A good example would be like Red Bull. Uh, Red Bull really uses their visual 
and they try to have that message that signal unconsciously being sent out to people so that wherever you're in the world the moment you see red bull and that visuals you immediately know what that brand is and what that brand is going to speak about in a similar way uh, you know let's talk about taste okay i can think of a brand which is very prominent especially with the word taste uh, taste as a sense is coca cola or maybe starbucks these brands typically use uh, the palette uh, the taste as a palette to communicate uh, and to hit those senses so i was like you know and i call her easy i was like let's do you know a six part segment and let's actually dissect this with each brand and let's give people more examples so first thing which i want to do is keep the series short so that means i want to do limited episodes second i want to keep it for a shorter duration because i've never actually done any show less than 90 minutes so far in my life at least, at least with my podcast other than the solo shows which i do the one which you're listening right now okay which still goes to about 1 hour even if i like it or no so i gave myself like 45 minutes and i was like can we make chewable content which people can write on their notebook and that's why i call it as the branding notebook uh, mini series and uh, i wanted to shift the timings as well from 12 to 3 and i was like before i actually pivot to season 5 completely uh, to this new time let me experiment it and see what difference does it make on the analytics is my listeners engagement increasing uh, is it uh, helping me reach to a newer audience stuff like that so this is the reason why i i decided to just experiment with this mini series before we jump into season 5 I hope that makes sense. I see that Derek you joined the conversation. I'm so sorry Derek. I actually went ahead with the flow. I did not realize that I wanted to give you the opportunity to contribute or ask me a question. Please go ahead. Hi Jason. Uh so I I used to run a podcast many many years ago and one of the biggest things was timing, like having enough time to produce quality. And as someone who listens to a lot of podcasts, I can tell who prepares and who doesn't. What I think could you speak about like how long cuz I think you produce a quality podcast that's why I come in every week can you talk about how much time it takes to produce a quality podcast all right so preparation and planning is the key so what i do is this is my structure uh okay give me a sec okay i'm going to just put you on mute because you know it it just uh, fiddles around with the recording on the interface all right so what i typically do is i start from thursday so wednesday is my live show uh so once i have the show produced i'll upload everything on the same day from thursday onwards i'll start working on the next week's show so thursday i'll create the graphics sometimes i do it early create all the promotional material second uh, on friday i i sit and and i work on a title a topic and a description uh, once i'm once i'm okay with the title and description i send it out to my guests asking them to proofread it and let me know if the copy is okay to be moved ahead with uh, i think on the same day once i get a confirmation i create the event Once I have the event and once I do all the social sharing so I post it on LinkedIn I post it on Instagram Instagram threads YouTube uh I also post it on YouTube community uh, a few groups on LinkedIn uh where else Yeah I know that that's that's what I can think of uh WhatsApp uh, I also do an email blast stuff like that whatever Okay so then what I do is once I have um, once I'm pretty straightforward in my head what I want to achieve uh, the you know the topic I then sit down and prep uh, myself with the questions Now let's assume that it is not a question which I'm intending on asking a guest let's say that this is something which I want to do as a monologue So then what I do is I do a brain dump a process called brain dump so whatever i can think of and that the idea doesn't have to be structured or organized i just dump whatever which comes into my head which i feel could be relevant and i do this brain dump for the next few days let's say till monday so the only thing i do is just brain dumping okay and once i'm exhausted and i'm like you know i can't think of any other ideas which i feel could be relevant 
and 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 obviously guys you know i do take use of technology so i would go into google read blogs uh, because sometimes you know you may not it may not just click uh, you would probably want to leslie are you okay i think you unmuted by mistake whoops sorry <laughs> that's okay all right so yeah so i'll do a brain dump i'll gather resources research stuff like that and uh, you know i'll try to put everything through and once i have everything listed down uh, then i i kind of narrow things down then i use like a funnel strategy what i do is i try to think from my listeners point of view using an empathy model walk in their shoes and ask myself if i throw this point would they be interested in hearing this out would they be interested in engaging with it and and go from there so the, the reason i may see so it may sound like i'm actually giving it like a few days uh, quite honestly i might just spend just two or three hours in a day you might be able to accomplish everything uh, maybe in just one or two days you know it's up to you and how you do it i try to shorten this down because i also have other things which i do simultaneously i work on my business i have to uh, get leads speak to my future guests speak to my prospects i would be want to do business with i do all of that within uh, that five or six day duration so and uh, and then you have to relax and you need to understand the user who is going to be listening to is not expecting you to be perfect especially with your content delivery so uh, be as humanistic as possible that means be you Uh, do not stretch yourself with the fact that it has to be polished and uh, finely produced the more raw it is when i say raw it i don't mean like very bad uh, what i mean is that just keep the editing uh, to as much small extent as possible because the more you edit it the more time consuming is this you would you can't fix everything if you if you if you make it very polished uh then people just think of it like an ad uh that's what i have seen like you know check you know think about youtube ads which gets played you see those polished ads you know definitely deep inside your gut that you're seeing an ad so when you see polished episodes you just feel like it it's an ad and people just tune out or just, they just don't pay attention to it so be original be authentic uh don't do a lot of post production work keep it simple and last but not least start producing don't really care how uh you know the episode would end up uh it's all about you practicing and once you do enough amount of practice i think everything comes naturally all right so derek does that answer your question yes very much so all thank right. you do you have a follow up question anything else you like to ask me uh not at the moment thank you lovely lovely if you are not following my podcast anybody guys listeners you know trust me i think based on my recent stat i think 55% of the people and i i'm going to let you know the analytics right now 4400 people who listen to my podcast at least in the last 60 days have not uh not not 60 i'm so sorry 30 days have not followed my podcast you're actually just listening to this live just randomly and it's not really helping my analytics because i don't know your geography i don't know your age group i'm not saying specifically your age group at least a general idea uh, my audience which continent you belong to which country you are from so that i can tailor make those resources though if i get a lot of listeners from the uk maybe i'll have another a uh, podcast which specifically targets that market or maybe another series which would target that specific market so that analytics would really help okay when i started off my podcasting journey trust me i was fucked uh, i did not know why i got into this i only had one and only one concern uh, that was i fumbled and i was too scared to speak i was too scared to make friends i was an introvert and uh, i wanted to I wanted to come out of my shell. That's the only intention I started my podcast with. And I think uh, you know it just brought me to just new horizons. It helped me not just explore, you know, the inner workings of myself. It made me a better human being. Uh it helped me meet new people and I think I have more confidence in me in comparison to how I started. If I would have worried what to do 
uh, how much to do how long to do i i don't think i would have been able to come this far remember you can all figure out those nitty gritties as you progress ahead your audience will tell you if it's working or if it's not working okay so based on that you can collectively take a decision all right so i want to uh, you know just just offer the microphone to each and everybody else uh, who is on the listening uh, who who's listening to us right now who listening to me right now do you have any questions anything guys or girls you like to uh, ask me anything Jason, I, I just uh, yeah. want to say thank you i have to go now but um, good luck for the next season and i hope uh, everything goes swimmingly um, and just just also just in relation to what you said about um you know transformation i think it's i think it's it's not just for the person creating it but i think um you were one of the first linkedin audios that i started listening to you know way back uh, over a year ago and i think um you were very patient and you were good with you know people and engagement um, so yeah just wanted to say thank you and uh, Hopefully, I'll get to listen more of your uh, productions when it's uh, at the new time zone. So, um, thank you again, and uh, and all the best. Thank you, thank you, Thomas. That means a lot, and I am very, very appreciative of that. So, I want to thank each and every one who is listening to us. Uh, if you want to find those links, I think it is on the show notes, event notes. uh please take advantage of all those things it really takes a long time guys just to figure out all the uh, resources for you folks it really takes a long time so please take advantage of it please utilize it if you don't need it at least send it to somebody whom you think can benefit from this conversation i think that would really help i want to thank each and every one once again for uh, you know being so supportive and for helping me out with this whole thing uh, especially to my listeners from north america canada australia turkey sweden spain uh, india and many other countries uh, including thailand so i appreciate all of you folks Take care of yourself. Have a lovely morning, evening, afternoon, wherever you're in the world. God bless you all. Please do join the next week's show. It's going to be very transformative. It's going to be very informative, and you will thoroughly enjoy it. Take care. Bye.